Welcome, you're listening to a Rollmaster Classic actual play set in Terry K. Anthra's excellent Shadow World using Fantasy Grounds. You can find session summaries, items and characters on Obsidian Portal where our campaign is called The Praise of Old Men. This episode is cross-referenced as Chapter 4, Demons of the Burning Night Part 2. We're also on YouTube, Podbean and Twitch where you can find the various links as well as an index of some of the main points of each episode in the description. Bosco, Cherry's player, is missing this session. Previously on. Now within Terek Nev, in search of two ancient artifacts, the Fellowship resolved to head to a large building, ignoring all distractions, and promptly got into a fight with silver-blooded demons within minutes of stepping through the Red Gate. This session sees the resolution of that fight and a third adventurer to be addicted to healing herbs. Okay, can I have some initiative? Silk, get in here. You're whining so much, only dogs can hear you. Get out of here. My, my oh, die oh, eight with the roll of a four allows me to act in round four, baby. Here I come. <laughs> okay, Silk, it's you to go first. Are you readying a spell? Yeah, she'll start casting. Master, it's gone. And she's just so angry, and she starts casting all these demonic words come out of her mouth, and she whirl looking at Ugnan. Oh, fuck. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my round. Oh, and she'll advance, actually. She's got the yeah. 10% to advance. Has she got, like, red um, smoke coming off her now, Ugnan, and, like, like cat eyes, but red, not yellow? Yeah. I would be worried Done. if she does. I would just remind you that it's Silk that you were worried about getting out. We're not really worried about it. Well, although Cran's got other things to worry about, and so is Victor at the moment. So. Ten feet, I got. Well, okay. That life type so didn't reveal her as a demon, so I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, right. Mm, demons can shrug those sorts of spells off, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so let's see. That creature is going to try and... Ooh, I think it's going to try one large crush on you again, John. Or it's going to... Oh, that's just rubbish. That misses completely. Uh, number six is going to have a go at you. It, again, Numel, it uses its wings, flies itself up into the air, and then tries to smash its... Two hands down on top of you. So let's have a go. Uh, so that's just a medium attack. So that's 32 points and a D crush on you. Think and of the XP for self criticals, Numal. You've got this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, that's. Do you stand flat on the ground? Is that right? Yeah, you are <laughs> flat to the ground. You've got broken ribs. And you oh, take geez. another 10 hits. So you are deeply unconscious. The only constellation, Numel, is although you're unconscious, you're not bleeding to death. You're stable. Well, I always look on the bright side. Come on, Victor, uh, you've got to hit that number six. Number five goes at Victor and tries to bring Victor down to his knee. Swarm on him. Oh my god, that's that's almost a fumble. And that's a miss. Victor, something warns you that they're trying to bring you down and you move slightly sideways as the creature comes in on you and misses. John, mm. this creature decides to have two claw attacks at you. This is the one I was parrying a lot against, so hopefully it'll work. Well, it's going to try and rip your throat out with two claw attacks. The first yeah. one is... A miss. And the second one is also a miss. But I say if it could hit with that. Numal, you're unconscious, but you're stable. Victor, it's your turn. Yeah, I'm going to attack number six then. Off you go. God. Uh, that one means that you managed to hit demon number six for five points of damage. But unfortunately, you've not managed to do a critical. So you won't do anything else to it. Ah. Okay. Cran, uh, your turn. Right. So he's just seen Newball or heard Newball get crushed. Silk's gone mad and is now speaking like a demon. I think it's time for a frenzy check. Okay. Yeah, buddy. 
he's trying to control it. He doesn't like frenzying. Oh, dear. <laughs> a 12, though. He's absolutely fucking lost his shit. So. Um, it, it, it doesn't, it takes a round to take effect, but Kran starts just roaring, more, more like a beast than a human. And <clears throat> froth coming out of his mouth. And Victor doesn't know what the hell's going on, but Sherry and Agatha look at each other and go, oh, shit. Um, and then he's going to swing at Demon 2. He doesn't get uh, doesn't get anything this round other than standard. So he really well probably won't. Round, won't he? Yeah, he probably won't hit anything at the moment. No, he won't. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh no, it's all right. I can, I, I'm basically parrying with everything I've got this round. I won't be next round. All right. Okay. And I'm going to move. Can I move like five, ten feet back? And I'm not stunned yeah. anymore. Back to back with uh, Victor. Yeah. All right. Uh, I won't ask you to make a move, a maneuver roll for that. You sort of retreat. Yeah, I'm just like literally basically. shuffling along. Yeah, they'll come along after you. Yeah, that's fine. Ugnan, it's your turn. Uh, Actually, you can't see what's happened. You can just hear the sound of... Yeah, exactly. So he's going to move forward a bit just so you can see what's going on with what he needs to do. And if your spot's doable on the floor, he'll have to run to him. Give me a perception roll. um, Just a regular... Sort of like an orientation roll. Yeah, that's fine. You can see Ugnan... Sorry, Numel is not where you saw him to be. Uh, glancing around yet, yeah, you can see him collapsed on the floor. Okay, well, I'll get up to him then. Okay, so basically, you take Numel's injury, just seven points. Well, I've moved five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five feet. So I don't know if I'm allowed to cast a spell this round. Yeah, I, I'll let you. Okay, it's not a fumble. So, so uh, I've take his sixty-seven hits and his broken ribs. Okay, there you go. And so if I clear... Thanks, Ognan. Does that mean I can get back on my feet? Yeah, you're um, you're fine. It's just Ognan um, <clears throat> discomfort with broken ribs and so on. Cherry, meanwhile, will step forward and reload to fire next round, which means initiative rolls again. And, of course, John, you're going berserk this round. Uh, indeed. Okay. Silk. Okay, uh, casting around. I didn't realize these were um, instant spells. That's kind of cool. So she wades up, and as she gets to Cherry, she eyeballs Cherry and kind of guides her out of the door frame in a calm demeanor as she whirls and sees yeah. uh, five is the closest one. Yeah. So she she points at number five, and again, in this archaic old language, she starts spewing foul words, points at it, and hoping it'll drop to its knees. It's called Control Demon. Okay. Uh, only if it's a Type 1 Demon will this affect it. And then it has a 2% chance per type of Demon. So Type 1 means 2% that it even resists this. So um, here's the roll just to see if it gets off, and then I'll roll a base attacks. Yeah. So it gets off you okay. Cast your spell. Um, it's got the willpower. To actually control yeah. this thing. Yeah, exactly. So it's more than 10 feet away, so I won't get a plus 10 bonus to that. And here's the base attack roll. Medium. Okay. Your will locks the creature's will. And as you concentrate, uh, Silk, you can feel resistance from the walls around you. You surmise that you would probably be able to control this demon much more easily if it wasn't in Tarek Nev. Right. The evil in here is so ingrained and so deep-rooted. This, for the demons, is not just where they happen to be. This is their home. This is their sanctuary. This is where they live. This is where they feast, more like. And unfortunately, as you try and control this, uh, the demon, the demon is aware of you the demon is clearly now attracted to you and turns to begin to climb up the wall before it makes its resistance roll. No problem. And, and you get another 2% chance to just avoid the spell. And... Okay. And the creature climbs up the wall and has failed to control it. Yeah. And that's her turn. Okay. You were close. You, you, you think your spell would work, but it's actually harder than you realize. Yeah, no, no problem. Very close. She's not used these spells in her life, so it's all... Okay. Uh, number three. We'll come at you, John. 
and it attempts to claw at you. Unfortunately, there's no parrying going on at all anymore. Oh dear. Uh, having said that, there are only claws, so that's going to be five points of damage, Cran. And the claws you across the leg as you kick out at it to get it away. Foul thing that it is. And it attempts to hit you with its second claw. And that one skitters off your armour. No I'm going to rip your fucking head off if you do that again! And gone completely mad. Number six. Uh, Nemo, you begin to stir, but this creature is now focused on Victor. Victor, if you want to set your parry against you can do so. Yeah, I've done. Okay, the creature turns and decides to try and rend you, Victor, with its claws. That's a miss. And its second attack, ooh, that might be a bit better, is seven points of damage, Victor, I'm afraid, and a E critical this time. Just three hit points of damage. You were perhaps lucky with that. Uh, that creature will attack you as well, John. It attempts to bring you down to the ground, bashing across the knees. That's five points of damage. And if it lands this, it could have brought you down to your knees. Okay, so you take six points of damage. That critical doesn't actually take effect, Cran. I mean, you take the six hits, but you're not disarmed. Yeah, I think it's got two hands on the weapon. Because it's got two hands. It's not a one-handed weapon. Okay, and then the last creature, number five, is going to come and step at you, Silk. Yep. In your arrogance. <laughs> pride and the temerity to try and bind a creature in its hand, in its yeah. own home, it's going to try and rip your throat out. Bring it, Xenon Spawn. <laughs> That's actually a fumble. <laughs> um, so what I'll have, creature flashes at you, and that kind of spins it down the steps a bit towards Ugnan. That's its turn over. Numal, you're on your feet, you're raring, ready to go. <laughs> Number six is going to get it this time. Number six, uh, if you attack it, given that Victor had a go at it, if you attack number six, you'll get a rear attack. Okay. Is that, do I, is that plus 50, plus 20, or is that plus Yeah, yeah, so if you want to put 70 into the modifier, <clears throat> and I shall laugh like a drain when you... <laughs> <laughs> Let's see who's laughing. All right, not me. <laughs> 20 <clears throat> points, and you've actually done a wholly critical on it. You can get 50 to your bonus, please. So off you go. Sorry, slaying critical plus 50 to this. So it's an open-ended roll, uh, and you can add 50 to the dice roll. Do it. Oh, 103, that's always good. Oh, yeah, around that 100 mark is always good. Uh, take it. Uh, strike foe through the leg, sever the vein. Uh, that's the second time you've got that number. This is clearly your um, clearly specialty. Your, your speciality is you sever the legs of creatures. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's going to collapse on the ground, uh, bleed this horrible stuff all over the ground, thrash, writhe, and make a, a, a horrible noise, and then kind of dissolve and evaporate into nothing. Down it goes. Cherry nice. will have a shot at number five, I think. Fumbling and stumbling as the creature does. The arrow hits it and bounces off. Arrow doesn't seem to have any effect whatsoever. Ugnan, your turn. You can see, you can feel there's a demon near you, but it doesn't seem to be reacting, sorry, reacting to your presence at all. It's focused entirely on the mortal that tried to, sorry, the, well, the elf that tried to enslave it. Yeah, I've also got broken ribs <clears throat> and have enough concussion damage that it's not even if I get a flare rank rear flank attack, I won't be able to do much. Uh, I think all Ugnan will do is take a few steps away and start repairing the spell. Okay, Victor, your turn. Uh, I'm thinking of actually turning around and helping Cran out. 
Yep. Being up to here and attacking number three then. Okay. Nice. Cran, uh, what's the chance of you attacking Victor by mistake? Uh, one in three. It's three things around. Really? Wow. I just read Miss come down. I'm attacking whatever's in front of me right now. Yeah, yeah. Fifth, yeah. <laughs> okay. You you don't want to be hit by Cran when he's in a rage. That's for sure. Well, he he can't tell friend from foe and frenzy like you. If you developed it too, it would be. Okay, so oh, didn't add uh, plus twenty five. The I worst thing I... you can do is actually kill one of these I things, and it's a fifty percent chance of it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, no. Uh, well, that that could have done it. So that was number three. Uh, so that's actually it won't probably unless you get a nice critical on it. Um, so can you give me a plus 50 open-ended dice roll, please, on the slaying table? So just give me a plus 50 open-ended roll, please, Victor. Okay, 60 is not going to kill it, sadly. Uh, oh, that's good for me. <laughs> that's, yeah, that is good. So you, at the last minute, something says, hold on, pull, pull my blow, pull my blow and get behind it and say, I'm on your side or something. Okay, so the creature is still standing. That your hammer, ham, uh, if you pardon the pun, hammers into its chest. Cram. If you move, if you move behind it, that might help you. It might reduce the chance I target you. Um, so if move. you want to, I yeah. think there's a seventy-five percent chance you'll hit a demon. Given that, looking at this, well, having said that, another creature, another object moves up on your blind side. Yeah, I'm going to just do one, oh. one go, going clockwise from north. So one, two, north, three, four will be okay. northeast, five, six will be, five, unfortunately, six. my colleague. Good luck, Victor. Oh, that's okay. Oh. So I'm targeting one, uh, humanoid four. Number four. Uh, add 30, because <laughs> I'm raging. That's probably going to smart. Yeah, so that's number four. So that's... 37 points and you're going to do i do more than that i do double damage now okay yeah that's true so you do so i'll drag that over again because you're doing double hits okay you also do a slaying critical please so it's open-ended and add 50 yeah because of the e category. i just realized actually you needed to add three times its level onto that as well if that makes a difference. Uh, to the okay, yeah, no, it will. Uh, 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 down it goes. <laughs> Just from concussive damage, not even the crit. <laughs> so, so, yeah, what you see is Cran is frothing at the mouth. He just lifts the sword up, swings it, almost pivoting from his waist in an enormous arc, absolutely thinking nothing about the limbs flying it around his head connects at his clavicle and his sword goes straight down to his hip and he slides in half ew that wasn't very nice okay so actually who's uh, fucking next uh john <laughs> is that the end of your your attack yeah i stare around and so just to give victor a heads up cran looks at the demon and him and doesn't differentiate between either of them no as he's just staring wildly at who's who's next and he can hear him saying who's fucking next who wants something next hey eh? is it you and that's it okay everybody can roll in this please right demon number three yeah, i think it's going to go for cran and it's going to try and crush you so it uses its wings flies up in the air comes down with a crunching blow that you want some hey do you does 15 points and a sea crush critical but obviously is that all you've got can take so much damage so you're bleeding from wounds it's clearly broken some cartilage and so on but it's having virtually no effect on you oh until it rolls that oh no 69 oh, not a 66 which would have shattered you <laughs> oh, nice. so it strikes you across the chest um you're stunned for three rounds and unable to parry for the next two rounds Cran. i can't Victor, parry anyway so you just started to live okay damn it that perhaps gives um victor a chance to retreat if he wants to take it silk it's your turn you will pay for what you did to ghrelin 
and I walk up to it, put my hand on its shoulder, and cast Shock Bolt point blank. Thirty-five. Okay, here we go. Good luck. Oh, Ninety-two. Nice job. Oh man. Nice. Any basic attack roll over two hundred is not un- not unreasonable. Okay, so that is uh, number five. Yes. So that's fourteen points. Give me your B electricity critical. Oh. oh two nice. away. Yeah. Come on, nose. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Close, actually. So you strike it across the chest. Uh, what you have done is you carry for round breach, rocked back against the wall. You let go of it as it stumbles back and it almost falls on the ground, stunned and unable to parry for one round. Ooh. Which means that the creature is unable to attack you. But stands to its feet. Numal, it's your turn. Okay. Um, I am interested in attacking number five. Now, just remind me because I, w- I wasn't paying attention. Is number five facing Silky? Yes, it Silky. is. So you'll get plus 50 to your attack roll. The creature is also stunned and unable to parry. So, probably, unless you roll badly, going to finish this thing off. You get, you get bonus for attacking someone who's stunned, don't you? Yeah, it's already sort of automatically calculated. Uh, comp- oh, that's nice roll. Yeah, 35 so, from so behind <clears throat> and then... 35 oh, from sorry. behind, is it? Not 50, okay. I've been a bit generous to you. So plus 35 from behind, anything else should be automatic. And I've got a plus 20 as well, don't I? Yeah. Automatic from the stun too, yeah. Okay, there we go. Take that. So that's six points of damage, but no critical, I'm afraid. Ah, I was going for my hat trick. Every bit helps. Victor, your turn. Okay. Uh, do I notice like Cran is eyeing me? Like, uh, he can't um, tell the difference. So give me a. So at the moment, Cran is just standing still with his because he's stunned and can't parry. He's just roaring at the sky, flecks of blood spraying out of his mouth, like battered teeth and stuff. Blood kind of streaming down his chin. He's just I mean, joyously in battle rage. He's not. He's not looking at anyone at the moment. He's just like enjoying the blood in his feet, taste of his blood in his own so mouth. Cran has got two wounds that are bleeding. He's taken basically taken. Um, he's taken a strike to the chest, which has kind of stunned him for this round, and he can't parry, so he's helpless. Um, so you wouldn't know that, but you, and he's not looking at anyone. He's not even looking at yeah. the fight. He's not defending himself. He's doing nothing at the moment, Victor. He's almost yeah, pointing at his own chin, saying, come on! <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it, well, uh, if Victor's looking around at all, you'll be seeing Ugden sort of beckoning you to come closer. Okay. Do you I'm want gonna... to retreat and leave Cran? No, I don't want to do uh, actually. I, okay. I want to take care of this one. Yeah, let's do this, Victor. Good job. <laughs> Take one. The demon, Cran recovers and kills. Let's. Yeah, I can't put heads back on. <laughs> yes, that's no. right. Damn it, I'm no, a doctor. I like it. I do like it, though. Victor doesn't know if he oh. doesn't know, and he's going for it, baby. Ooh. That's not bad. That's Damn going job. to smash it. So you do 19 points of damage against the demon. So you can give me a playing run. So open-ended, you've done a critical, add 50 to it. Add 50 to it, okay. Yeah, okay, 139. So your Warhammer smashes through the creature's leg. It's stunned and unable to parry for six rounds. And then the foe dies. Another 20 hits. So you have indeed taken out demon number three. Way to go. It's just you and Cran. Collapses to the ground. And then everybody else goes, uh-oh. Yeah, Cran, we did it. <laughs> You're high-fiving Cran. And... Casper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ka- your hand. Casper, yeah. have you read any of um, uh, Abercrombie's books? I'm um, sorry, what? Was <laughs> um, it Joe Abercrombie? It, I can't That's remember. right. Yeah, have you read any of his books? Because there's a character in that who's just uh, called the Bloody Nine, a guy who just absolutely loses it and kills... Um, well, I don't want to ruin anything for you, but he kills a lot of people, friend and foe, and that's who um, John's modelled his character on. Oh, uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> well, it's too late now. 
Uh, you know things are bad when Cherry looks at Cran, looks at the demon, and thinks about sighting an arrow at Cran to save you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just <laughs> wing them. Keep them uh, stunned. So she will step out and she will try and protect uh, you, uh, Silk, obviously. Uh, not knowing really what to do, she's going to. She'll draw the katana that she's got and drop her bow. Oh, good job. Anything else. She's got a katana. She's not very, very well trained in it, but she can realize her arrows are having no effect. Ugnan, mm -hmm. what do you want to do? You're actually quite bleeding quite badly now, aren't you? Or not rather not bleeding. I've got broken ribs and over half. Oh, that's right. Uh, I'm going to probably have to cast Calm on Cran. <laughs> that's perfect, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a really good idea because he's got a penalty. Yeah, so. Uh, Excited like this. It's only a first level spell. I'm um, oh, sorry, second level spell. So no rounds of prep. I've been prepped for one round. So come, no. come, you want to make me come? Plus, <laughs> <laughs> Plus five onto this. What's my motivation? <laughs> <laughs> okay, make your spell roll. Don't fumble it. Uh, make a decent attack roll. Uh, obviously, you're going to gesticulate wildly. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought that was zero one for a sec. That's great. Okay. That's oh, yeah. a good one. Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, okay, Cran, you can make a resistance roll for me. So it's going to be... It's channeling, isn't it, Ugnan? Yep. So, Cran, if you want to make a channeling resistance for me with a penalty of minus 55. Max, though. Wow, good job. So I don't think you're going to survive. No, absolutely not. Cran yawn, stretches, and goes, I think we should really talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> this so will be that's, reasonable. That's a brilliant... Yes, yes. Can't we all just be friends? <laughs> okay. Um, Cran, the mist suddenly lifts. You can see bodies around you. Uh, your good friend, Victor, who came to your aid, is backing away, uh, looking at you anxiously. You I'll feel... look over to... And it's actually... well, brilliant. And it's your turn as well. Oh, nice timing. Uh, so I'll look round and look at Cherry. Well, everyone's staring at me, so that gives me some indication of something's going on. And I'll say, oh, I didn't, did I? And then... Um, so I'm assuming that just would have taken him out of his frenzied state. Uh, I don't even need to. Yes, I think state. you'll be. I don't think you'll be. So I'm still stunned and can't oh, parry. Yeah. So I think so, you'll be mumbling, muttering, and probably I don't know your character. Yeah. So it's, so Cranel, like, knees will buckle. He'll sit down on his ass, and he's just his head goes down to his chest, and there's blood and snot drooling down his front at the moment. And that's all he can do. Okay. Uh, and obviously chest heaving and the worst for his wounds. All right, initiative. And remember, this fight has only taken minutes. Yeah, really just walk through the door. Yeah, literally one minute. Or even half a minute if you go by a six-second run. It's going to be a long slog to get around the other side of the island. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> and so it begins. Okay. All right, we'll go to Silk first. So Silk, lightning crackling from her fingertips, she outstretches her left hand, reaches out again, and almost like tearing a phone book in half, does that to the creature when she touches him again. Thank you, first level spells. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one is for, yeah, two, one is good. So every level or every round, it's shock bolt time, baby. Yeah. Uh, so plus. Nose damage. And nose damage time, you got Skaboom! Wow! That's again another. The creature again writhes as silk. Um, perhaps, I mean, I don't know who is the more frightening the huge barbaric creature wielding a sword or the elegant demure silk whose mouth is spitting out obscenities as she keeps grabbing a demon but with one hand, electrocuting it slowly. And she seems to be enjoying it as well. 
Oh, again, so close. So 63 with 14 points. Again, creature is stunned and unable to parry, hammering it with those electrical attacks such that it is helpless as Numal closes in on the creature again. <clears throat> Another plus 35, Numal. Okay, so plus my 20. Behind. Yep. Yep. Okay, there we go. Have at it. Big, big, big. No. Oh. Well, might be enough. 13 points of damage. And you hit it for a slaying, but you're only going to add at 10. 15. Oh, any slaying criticals are good slaying critical, baby. Go so for open it. Open-ended and 15. Double zero and the followed by like something in the 90s, please. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Yeah, open end, baby. Oh, nice. Oh, 74. Still. Right, not bad. Uh, 89 is heavy wound. The creature is stunned again and unable to parry for another. Take 20 hits around. It takes another 25 hit points. That Ooh. is enough. To drop the creature to the ground. Nice. Yeah. nice. Yeah. All of the demons are down. You can see as whatever makes up their essence, this silvery substance, oozes and slips away. The creatures begin to lose their hold on this plane and they vanish, leaving nothing at all but a faint, acrid smell, as if somebody has set fire to something metallic. All of the demons are down. You breathe heavily. Even though only minutes have passed, what do you want to do next? I think I'll have All to patch some of you up. I think we better Cran, go inside Cran's, the tower. Cran's not even aware of anyone around him, but he's just like dribbling to himself slightly. I'm going to cautiously walk towards Cran like, hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, your friend Victor. Uh, yeah, he's got... <laughs> He's got some, you can see where scratches are off the top of his plate arm has hit his face. He's like bits of his beard being pulled out. He looks like he's got a tooth missing. He's, he's looking in a pretty bad way. He's, he doesn't even reckon, I'm assuming I'm in stun, I mean, at least stun, but maybe stun no parry situation at the moment still. So. Is that really what Silk's doing? <laughs> it's not my turn yet to see. Oh dear. Numel's interested in that wall. Um to the north can 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 we get across that wall it was did you say it was eight foot high stuart okay so yes you find that one across west wanted new well it's only about eight foot it's crumbly so you don't know how solid it is you don't know if it'll collapse silk you're obviously eyeing cherry uh with something akin to suspicion clearly Silk is still disturbed, but not to the extent that Cran was. Matt, do you want to make a self-discipline roll for Silk, or do you want to just gradually calm down? Yeah, I did a, above my uh, my mention there to, about Cherry and uh, failed. Okay. okay, right. Silk reaches out, and Silk, can you make a... Are you going to electrocute Cherry, or do you want to do some other spell attack? I'm going to... She's got loads of hit points. She can take this. Unless no, no, <laughs> no, no. It's it's all good. This is just me uh, going overboard for it. She calms down when there's no demons in sight. I just wanted the rolls to scare the shit out of people. <laughs> uh, I think I think if Bosco was here, he'd have been saying something. Yeah, and he would have a he would game. have me on a list for retribution after. So, <laughs> but no, I I do calm down. I, okay. I start sobbing uncontrolled. Cran is beginning to recover, but looks slow and tired. As he walks slowly towards the tower, pushed and led by Victor, who came to his help, you can see that uncharacteristically, um, he trails Townsaber, this mighty, sorry, Shieldbreaker, this mighty sword, which is now just making a very soft thumping noise that you can barely hear, on the ground. He's, he's holding it, but he's dragging it along the ground, and it leaves great trails in the dirt. And when it, the, when it hits the stone, there's a nasty steel on stone sound. So John, sorry, Cran is clearly fatigued and still the worst for wear, shall we say. I'm going to take you out of the combat tracker for the time being. Spells. Got, got any root there, uh, Ogden? 
<laughs> now it's a... actually I'm out of Rook now. Genuinely, there's there's Rook times here. I think I gave you the last lot last time. Oh, oh fuck! That's just what we need. A grumpy uh, and raging Cran. Cran, have you actually got any Rook of your own? Is... I believe I do have like a small stash. Let... Oh, hang on. Can you check your character sheets? Because actually, I'm pretty certain I gave you the last of them. No, I I don't. Right, initially there's no effect, but as each day passes, the take penalties. Gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Yeah, you start taking penalties. I need to look Jen up on the rules for that. I just don't know where they are. So. Uh, I think I should probably revisit. Right, can uh, I patch up the bleeding of Cram first yeah, of all? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> Uh, wow! It wasn't uh, a force spell or an attack right, spell. Let me just have a look. So that is a non-attack spell. Uh, it's, just, it's just a skill. Oh, you oh, just no, ripped aid, me. I just my own lungs oh, out. What are you doing? Spell. Put those back in. Uh, okay, I'm going to double those. Double the first wound that you tried to heal. So oh. down. No, I thought that was a spell for a minute. No, luckily I was thinking about that. I thought, no, I'll just do it the old-fashioned way first. Okay. Nice. Shit. All You've right, opened so... up a fucking archery. What are you doing? <laughs> Stop <laughs> moving, you Crad, big lummox. Crad, you want to go berserk again? These of our friends have turned on me. I knew it. There are demons everywhere. Everyone is. Uh-huh. Okay, I've been pulled so... up these giant okay, shears to help. another go at first aid? Somebody else wants first aid they can. The only person who's bleeding is Cran. He's got two light wounds. One yeah, at okay. two hits per round now, one at one hit per round. So if you want to make a first aid roll, you can. Just don't fumble it. Okay. We can even watch him regenerate. He's got so much con. <laughs> That's, <true. laughs> That's not going to do anything. Okay, so first aid roll, don't do anything. Okay, uh, I'll cast... Well, uh... So he's got three... No, you doubled one, so he's got, what, two per round, two of those now. He's got one that's at two per round and one that's at one. Okay, but I think you... Did you say, because I screwed up, did I double that wound to two per round? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Okay, so I'll I'll do four first-level clotting ones, which means you can only go no more than walking for an hour, Cran, which otherwise I'll have to cast something a bit more meaty. Well, actually, you're casting them on yourself, aren't you, Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Actually, yes, yeah, so as long as I don't get into a fight. All right, okay, so to try and get rid of these negatives, I better have break, sorry, fix my ribs first. Just give me a spell roll for that, and I can delete that effect. Yep, Ooh. no problem. So let's do that, okay? Delete that okay. one. Uh, I'll then I'm on you... a couple of draft. That's uh, three draft. Yep. So three giraffes, four candles. <laughs> Uh, I'll do it four because I've accidentally picked up too many dice. <laughs> okay, so that's nice. 42 hit points back. What's the addiction factor for those? Three, I think. I'll just check. <laughs> oh, 01 coming right up. You've just uh, eaten the last dash and you've realised that you really... AF1, actually. AF1. Oh, go on then. Actually, what do I roll? Do I just, is there some kind of... um Like on, on the main tab, is there like a... What, what do I roll? Just a con roll each time? Uh, no, you just roll a percentage dice roll. It, there you go, yeah. fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so I've done the hit points. All right, then uh, do some of these clottings. Okay, I'm just dragging these wounds across. Ooh, lucky. Okay, that's all the bleeding stopped. Okay. And then it looks like he's taking a upper chest at minus 10, so I presume that's a, another bony type thing. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's gone as well. Okay, uh, um, so... But I'll need to roll a d10 for how long those ribs will take to come back. Yep. Six hours. Okay. Wow, you're... Uh, that's amazing characters. I hate this one. So, you're going to be... You're going to be at minus 10, aren't you? Minus, mi- minus 15. Minus 15, is it? So well, actually, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll burn... I'll burn, I'll burn because I can't have that, because if I'm trying to run around and stuff, I won't be able to do anything. I'll, I'll use uh, six uh, six power points, and that'll, that'll be instantaneous. 
Okay. Yeah, there All you go. Right. So that means that mm, you've just got 35 points of... Yeah, um, but I'll probably better, better take some more wounds off other people as well. All right, let me just deal with Kranz. Okay, so Kran, you've taken 79 points of damage, but I'm just removing the last of you. Victor's got some sort of thigh strike. So again, that's going to be, because it was blunt, that's another bony type thing. Okay. If you just want to make me a spell roll for that. Well, I'll just take two more draft. That'll make it easier. Okay. And I'm addicted to draft. <laughs> Excellent. No way. Yep. Bosco's addicted oh, to Thurl. Kranz no. <laughs> addicted to Rook. And I'm addicted to draft. Oh, you freaking... Yeah, we, we need we need rehab when we hit Salkai, guys. <laughs> Serious. Hey, so how'd you lose your characters? Uh, herb. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe something poisonous. No, we all got killed by healing herbs. Got a love roll master. Uh, great. Okay, I'll think I'll okay. cast some noble spells then. Um, <laughs> um, right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> better take some more. Well, first level spells then. Yep. So victory is now okay. And I think everybody should be okay now. Uh, Silk is uninjured. Uh, Numal is uninjured. Ugnit, 30 points of damage. Kran's got 79. Cherry is okay. And Victor's only got 29 of damage. Yeah, so basically, if you give me uh, Victor's all, hit, all the 29 for that. Okay, so if I put him on zero and give you another, so that's going to be 64. In. Okay, and then we'll take 42 off that from all the spells and, and addictive stuff. 22, is it? Yep. So I've got 22 damage on me, which means I can take Cran yep. 79. So it's 22, okay. 99, 101. Yep. Okay, that's, all, that's uh, 1, that's 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8... Draft used up and one Acubutage, but that brings me down to zero damage. Okay. Do you want to give me an addiction factor? Yeah. <laughs> Done it for the Acubutage. Do you want me to do it for the drafts as well, again? No, because you're already addicted to draft, so... No problem. Addiction. Okay, so you've survived. That's probably taken you to brew and to heal and so on. Probably about half an hour to an hour. But in the strange world and the temporal flux that exists in Tarek Neb, time seems to be to both stretch on forever, but also sometimes to be moving very quickly. So how long is passed, you don't know exactly. As you look out, Tarek Neb hasn't changed. There's still the mistiness. There's still the uh, unnerving um, changes in the sky above you. But nothing seems to be moving in the shadow. From the tower base, now that you're all healed up, where would you like to head next? Should we investigate the tower? It looks like there's some chests or... Yeah, I think it's worthwhile. Some interesting yeah, items you spent in some there. time in there. Um, the stone table that you could crack. The wooden table is damaged but okay. The barrels are also intact. But as you look at the wood carefully... They look warped and damaged by time. The staircase is blocked with rubble, and you can see, given the sagging ceiling above you, there's nothing above you. Uh, there is nothing really to climb up to. The chest numa, when you lift open the lid, is empty. This tower is long deserted. Right. So, if you want... the original yeah. plan was uh, not to get distracted by anything. Yeah, completely agree. Let's just see if there's a way over this wall. Let me just hop up these stairs and see if we can go west from here or north from here. The stairs, John, you can climb some. Sorry, Is there any, like, climb, windows out or a bit higher up none. or anything? None. And you say the one... wall across to your west is, as I said, from where, for example, Victor is standing. Sorry, from where Victor is standing, it looks to be only about eight feet tall. So you could climb up and over it. The question mark would be, would it collapse as you climbed up? Oh, well, we give Cran to give it a good heave, see if it just collapses away from us. I'll to walk down the stairs. I'll get Betty out of his uh, backpack. I'll have this down in a in a jiffy. Yeah. Uh, sure. Cran, 
hitting the wall with Betty. Um, the wall is solid. You could climb it. Breaking it down would take a while, probably you estimate an hour, although what an hour means, no. But the wall is climbable if you wish. Right, Victor, give me an hand. I'll go in. Uh, all right, let's grab that table and uh, that bench there. And I'll stick one on the other. Let's see if we can get over with those. Cran, hang on, hang on. Didn't um, didn't the uh, sailors say that they were shot at as they approached or, or tried to climb? They did. Yeah, that, that was, was that the, was from the outside. Yeah, that's okay. the outer wall, not the inner wall. Okay. And can we just check? Right. You said that those that oily, uh, sort of mercury-like substance. Some of them you said dissipated, but did you say that some went also into the wall? Yeah, it flowed kind of back from the injured creatures into the wall, but it, they didn't appear to yes, kind of come alive. It did, but nothing seems to have happened. Where that oily substance, where that sort of mercury-like went, you don't know. It did indeed seem to flow into the wall. Okay. And Stuart, Cran. those figures that were in yeah. the wall, um, yep. the one gest gesturing to the tower, did did they disappear or did they morph into these demons or what would actually one happen of them, to them? One of them morphed into the demon. The other one, yep. you'll remember, stayed attached. As you look closely, you can still see the burnt outlines of figures. Looking a little bit more closely, one of the burnt outlines is still there. The other one is gone. Mm. And bodies wise, do we can we account for all the bodies or there are no bodies, none at all. Right, right. So some regenerating thing perhaps. And the people oh. trapped inside the tower was just a an illusion? Yep. Or maybe a vision of something that happened ago, or perhaps something that's yet to happen. Okay. Cran, you Did... can climb up onto the wall using furniture. Yep. Looking over you can see into what appears to be some sort of housing area. There are a large number of ruined stone buildings. So, Cran, as you look, there is a flicker, and some of the buildings are intact. Two stories, flat roofs, with elegant gardens and fountains. And then the scene flickers again, and they're ruined and overgrown. I'll shake my head a bit, uh, and then go... Can I see any sign of a road going north or kind of along the perimeter from here? No, none. Well, uh, it looks like residences here. I keep fucking flickering between reality and like when they were new. Not sure there's a way through. I think the best bet should be maybe to go up past the wall again. Yeah, yeah that yeah. may be an effect of the void, yeah. Pick up the pace a bit, maybe. Stick together. That's what we need to got killed here just because we all split up. Yeah, let's can we jog, everyone. Well, you're, you're, you're right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just leave me behind. <laughs> okay. So you can group up and you can follow the wall fairly easily. So obviously, the wall, unfortunately, is too high for you to see much. So I'm going to transfer you onto another map. Um, as you follow the wall round, it bends round to the west. You mean to the north? So, yeah, the wall to the north bends round the west. See that reddish wall? Vegetation all around you. So, if I drag you across, there we go. So, across to your left, you can see probably Cranton in the lead. You can see the houses, ruined houses, on the other side of the wall. From time to time, though, the air seems to. Uh, flash momentarily, the sky seems to clear, the haze lifts, and perhaps you're seeing Taraknev at its height. The buildings on the other side are far more elaborate, far grander than many of the other buildings you can see scattered around. But unfortunately, you only get tantalizing glimpses lasting a second, half a second, a quarter of a second before reality crashes in on Taraknev. And you see the city as presumably it is now, burnt, crushed and smashed by the forces of light. Across to your right, all you can see really are vegetation. The ruins are perhaps stone arches, stone fountains and stone pillars. Dimly in the mists and black smoke that still lifts up from the ground, 
And remember, there are these black flecks which pass in front of your eyes and seem to fill the air as if somebody's had a huge bonfire of newspaper and singed and burnt fragments are being caught in the wind. Um, you can't see any other shapes moving around, but you can still hear noises, sword on sword, flashes, shrieks of pain, cries of anger, and so on. Do you want to carry on following the wall or do you want to sort of head northwards? I think we should try and find that they'd look like a path from overhead. And I'm, we're pretty confident with that. Is that right, Stuart? Or was it a wall that we saw around the perimeter? So the outer wall is the one that is, is much taller. It's about 20 feet tall. The wall that you're following is lower, eight foot. Same colour, but much lower and without gargoyles. But there's no track. Sorry, sir. Was there a track around the outer wall that we saw from the air, or was no. it basically just the wall? Okay, so, all right, gotcha. Just wall. Okay, so you need to decide whether you want to follow the wall uh, wherever it leads or head northward. So that is north, isn't it? Am, am I right? And uh, we, came, sorry, in, by we north. came in. Okay, sorry. By north, I mean. You mean east? Yeah. Okay. So no, I think we had we carry on following the wall. My recommendation. Yeah, we don't need to cross it because that's we don't, that's just a, another zone, isn't it? Really, we just need to yeah. head up, uh, kind of like a follow the wall roughly at like a ten o'clock. Okay. And that's where we'll leave this episode. Fight over, and with the intention of getting through that city, no more distractions. Follow the plan. Get to that building. Keep ourselves together. Keep ourselves alive then we'll see how well that goes in the next episode. Thank you very much for listening, watching, wherever you do this, or various media types are in the description. If you can, please get notifications, however you want to do that, subscribe, bells, wherever the hell it is, um, because I don't really spam those groups like Facebook or the Iron Crown forums anymore, or at least as much as I used to. So it's the best way, really, to be notified when we do this, which is about every two weeks for our Role Master series, and then the in-between weeks are the Adventures in Middle-Earth series. Anyway, that's enough waffle from me. Take care, happy adventuring, see you next time. Cheers, bye-bye.